There is a, a moment during the um, formation of a young man who wants to become a priest uh, called the candidacy or uh, the admission to the orders. And that is the moment when uh, uh, the seminarian starts to wear uh, the Roman colors, starts to dress as a priest. And there is a special mass when, when that happens. So you start that mass dressed up, you know, nicely with a suit and tie and everything. And then at a certain point, you receive a cassock. And uh, when you receive the cassock, uh, you are told the words, um, I don't know exactly how it goes in English, but take off the old man and put on the new man. And then uh, you go uh, you know, to the sacristy, you change, and you come out for the first time with your uh, clerical habits, you know, the, the, the cassock. Take off the new man and uh, put on the, the new one. Now, now, that for me was in 2004. I'm still working on it. <laughs> uh, to remove the old man is not as easy as a, a, a 30 seconds trip to the sacristy. It is a, uh, it is a lifetime endeavor, so to say. It is uh, not something uh, that uh, happens just because we wish it, it did. Right? We always have to work on uh, removing the old man. In, uh, in the second reading, we heard you know, this vision of uh, the new Jerusalem. I, find, I always found interesting God, in his infinite creativity, he could have come up with a new name for the heavenly city, right? He's the one who created the whole universe, all the animals. All, so that doesn't lack imagination. Yet, he decided to call the heavenly city the new Jerusalem. Because uh, God didn't come here to get rid of everything that he created that was good. But he came here to redeem everything. And so there is uh, something in us that, is, uh, that needs to be redeemed. And needs to become the new man. Getting rid of all that is a hindrance, all that is an obstacle, all that is dragging us and slowing us down to go towards God. He is calling us not to be something different, but to be ourselves new creatures, a new man or a new woman. Uh, like the new Jerusalem is not something completely different, it has nothing to do with what we can experience here on earth. I would be much more, it would be renewed, would be redeemed, would be more beautiful, a, a truer way of living. A concrete, simple, but important example of that is what we heard in, uh, in the first reading. You know, Paul and Barnabas, they went around, they, they, they had their, their uh, first mission, they converted many people, and being away from Jerusalem, they converted many who were not Jews, but they were pagans. They were used to pagan things, like consuming the meat that was offered to the idols. Now, we perfectly know that the idols do not exist. Zeus uh, or all the other guys, just uh, good uh, stories, myths that describe something about the human life, human hearts, human experience, but not real things. So a piece of meat consecrated to a, something that doesn't exist is just a piece of meat. 
And yet, you know, when uh, you know, they were discussing those things, and so what, the, what should the new Christians do and that kind of stuff, they went to Jerusalem to talk with Peter and the others, and they said, okay, uh, let's give them a, a little list of minimal requirements, the, the things they need to avoid so that they can be good Christians. They don't need to become Jews. They don't need to be circumcised and to follow the law uh, the way we are required to because they were Jews. They were Christians, but they were also Jews. So they kept following the law. But they, at least, they need to have a, a new way of living. And so one of those little signs, little things that they had to do, was uh, don't, don't eat that meat. That was consecrated to the, the false gods, don't eat it. Leave, it. leave it alone. Why is that? There was nothing wrong, per se, with that meat. But using of that meat uh, was, uh, for example, creating scandals, creating confusion uh, among Christians and uh, with, with pagans. Uh, so the meat, per se, was fine. It's not like they were being cursed or anything that happened. But Christ was asking them to live in a different way. And so, yes, that is a good steak. That meal, you know, maybe they had also bacon, I don't know, something. But let it go. Don't, 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 don't eat it because I, I'm, I'm calling you to something greater. For example, to, to live your life as a, um, you know, a donation, also for the salvation of others. So don't create scandal by eating that meat. Or uh, don't, don't be attached to older way of life. And so on. Christ is always calling us to something more. You know, the whole world could have eaten that meat. But they were calling to be part of the new world, the new Jerusalem, the new life that Christ brought to them. Now, he is still calling us uh, to, to renounce to the meat offered to the, uh, to the false gods. Now, what is that like today, you know? Of course, that we don't have temples dedicated to Apollo or uh, uh, Athena or the others, right? So we don't have that. But there is a lot of things that even today we can live like the rest of the world does. But we are called to live in a different way. For example, how do we use our free time? In what way our free time is different from the people who deny that God exists, who are against the church? How do we use technology? How many... Um, you know, streaming um, services are, are we subscribed to? How is that different from anybody else out there? How much are we using our phones? Or uh, how much uh, are we giving witness to Christ in the workplace or in our own families even? There is a lot of meat, things that there could be good things per se, but yet they can create somehow a scandal today, or they can uh, um, make us live like anybody else, like if God didn't exist in this moment of my life or in the other. And, uh, um, and Christ is asking us, leave that behind. 
I'm going to give you a peace that is not the peace of this world. Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives it, gives do I give it to you. You know, those words are so important that we repeat those words every single time at Mass. Right? God, Jesus, gives us a different kind of peace. A different way of, of living our life, of being satisfied, a different fulfillment of our hearts that does not come from spending time on the phone, does not come from thinking like the rest of the world does, does not come from uh, holding on to the same things the world holds on. It is something new, something greater. It is a new Jerusalem. It is a new man or a new woman that is calling us to, to live. And so let us not be afraid uh, like as St. John Paul said, to open the doors to Christ. Let us not be afraid to say yes to him, even if it means to leave smaller things behind, because he is the only one who can really give us the new life that he promised. But he's not going to do that without, without us, without our freedom, without our yes.